0: So we're rolling. Cool. We are live. This is You're Doing It Wrong with Mark Henderson Leary. And my name is Mark. And I have a passion that you should feel in control of your life. And so what I do is I help you get control of your business. And so part of how I do that is by letting you listen in on a conversation between two people who really have a passion for excellence in the entrepreneurial world, who are talking about a subject you know something about, maybe a little bit about, maybe a lot. But in the conversation, you're hearing a new depth, some new details, something that gives you a way to kind of make sense of your world and break through a ceiling somewhere you're stuck in the business. So before we get into our conversation today, always a reminder, please subscribe and share. No one gets to hear this if they don't know it's out here, so please leave the feedback. It makes a big difference. We're grateful for every time you provide feedback and share with your friends. So today, I'm here with my friend and colleague Mike Coates, who's a seasoned certified EOS implementer like me. In fact, he was part of my training. He was is a coach to many EOS implementers. He was my coach coming out of boot camp 3 years ago. So he's got a lot of experience with these EOS tools, um, the things we make inference to in the pod- on the podcast a lot. Uh, but specifically today, what I wanna talk about is systems. Uh, systems that we've used to get structure, vision, traction, and health in the leadership team of the businesses, how they apply to the personal world and how they play so Mike and his wife Jill uh, have done a lot of work with this in their own world with with some friends and and other people and so they have a lot of experience together about how this applies to entrepreneurial families and how it helps them get the most out of their family and personal life and uh, Mike's got four kids in addition to his wife and they live in southeast Michigan so they're they're just like you and me and so welcome Mike And I'm so excited to, to to talk, because this comes up a lot for me, and, and I've struggled to put a lot of the tools in my personal world, um, and a lot of my clients, I think, can benefit from doing this, and so I've I've even, I've prescribed many of my clients and uh, to do some of the tools, and we've done some work with this, and it's been helpful to kind of get the conversation started, but I, I wanna know what happens when you take this further. But I also wanna pay some due honor to the time we're in, we are we are in we are three four months into the time of COVID, uh, a meaningful period in most of our lives. So, in the context of all this, what what have you learned about yourself in the last three months? That's a
1: great question, right? So, the last three months, when the times have uh, changed quite a bit, I've learned, you know, that I've enjoyed the slowdown from our family life aspect i mean we've been able to to connect more and not have schedules and running around all the time and so just that that slow down and that deep meaningful connection with with our kids has you know has been able to happen more naturally because we're not rushing off anywhere so um you know i've i've learned that i like leaving more space in my schedule for those kind of things to happen
0: this may sound far afield, but do you, in the EOS language, do you think of yourself as more visionary or more integrator? Uh, more integrator. Okay. Okay. That's. I, I was expecting the opposite on what you said, but knowing you what I, as I do, that's not so surprising. And, and the reason I say that is that, well, I don't know, let's, pull, let's unpack this a little bit. So what I've found is right now over the last three months, the visionary leaders um, are getting overwhelmed because... I've talked about this a lot, but it's what I call visionary overwhelm because visionaries are, are the animals created to turn chaos into order. And uh, and that's what we do as entrepreneurs. We, we want to take a bigger bite of the future that's broken and make it better. And our world has never been more uncertain and broken, and so we're kind of all on overdrive creating solutions, and it, and it becomes quite a lot. The integrators I've talked to, um, and now that I see that the pattern, this fits right in. They're, they're actually calmer they're like well i've got a plan uh, i've got i don't have to worry about the visioning because i got a visionary who's fueling me with tons of ideas and what i need is a little bit of space because um, I, I think the, hmm. the visionaries really need the space but they're not as good about getting it i think the right. integrators are a little more um comfortable saying yeah space sounds great <laughs> that's how i can do that i got a plan i got some things to do a little focus it'd be fine for me right now visionaries don't don't settle down quite that easily you experience that as well Uh, Yeah, you know, I do experience
1: some of both, too. I mean, I, um, you know, definitely never bored. And, you know, when when you have uh, too much space, that's not great either. Right. Because you can create uh, I mean, you can create big messes uh, very quickly. And so for me, it's it's. The the extra space that I'm talking about has just allowed me to kind of fuel some other passions. So on the home front, like piano, I've taken back up the piano over the last three months uh, and got my kids involved, which has been awesome. Um, You know, it's helped me to figure out how to, on the business front, you know, how to really reach out and connect to my clients and really check in with them on a more deep and meaningful way um That maybe in the past I just didn't leave myself enough space to do that, and so it's you know it's it's providing that opportunity for more, ironically more connection in this time than uh, than than less, even yeah, though man, we're it's so, it's so physically so different.
0: What I heard in that is you, you take the time to do the things you were already doing, but a little bit better, a little more, a little deeper, a little broader. Um, Whereas me, I'm starting new stuff. Like, like I've got, I'm, I'm adding more, and so I'm doing everything even less because I'm so urgently adding more to the plate. Like the way you said, like oh, piano. I'm like, well, that that sounds very relaxing. You know? <laughs> it's like I, I, I look at my guitars even less than right now because I'm tr- trying to do other things. And Cameron Harold totally called me out on that when I on, had him on the podcast. Two months ago three months ago and he was like so when we get off this podcast you are going to pick up that guitar behind you and play for at least five minutes and i was like all right i will <laughs> he's like i'm gonna do the same thing I was like, okay <laughs> nice but, but <laughs> so you're uh so you're 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 taking some time to make the most of this how intentional have you been about that and how i mean let's just flow right into this conversation about intentionality yeah. and the tools and, and and you go to your vto on the family level how's the you know what's what what is this what springs to mind right now
1: um you know how you know how we've gone about this is um, like in the business world right we in an EOS company we're using level 10 meetings right to connect with their leadership team, make sure they're on the same page and that's one component of life uh, but when I look at you know our our home life or our family life, you know often the reason why we got into business was for some reason, to help you know, be more present with our kids, or to, to take our family to you know different trips, and just to be more intentional with them, uh, but yet we don't communicate with them in a very intentional way most of the time compared to the way that we do in a EOS run business. And so, what you know, what we do in our in our home life is that I mean, we run a weekly meeting. It looks very similar to the Level Ten meeting with a few slight modifications, but. But what it does is it just it helps us to really connect on what's most important. And when we have space and we're looking at our calendar in those in those weekly meetings, we're we're looking at, hey, what do we want to do with it? Uh, because by default, if it's empty, it's going to get filled with something unless we're intentional about, putting something you know putting something in there whether it's just blocking it so nothing else gets in there um and it helps us to be on the same page with that so between jill and i to be on the same page and then ultimately for our kids to like hey know what's happening what's coming up what are we doing uh but over the last three months it's kind of funny right i mean we're not going anywhere we're not seeing anybody everything on the calendar comes off and we're looking at it we're like what are we doing this week Eh, not going anywhere. Not doing anything. So,
0: <laughs> well, the challenges get bigger. The issues are bigger. It's like uh, I, I got to fill the spot. We have less options and more urgency to do something. So, walk me through a typical. I mean, you can we can make it sort of redacted, but I, I would love to make it as tangible and, and understandable. What's a, what's a typical family level ten meeting sound like? Yeah, sure. So we we have two different ones.
1: One is just um, between Jill and I, and then the others with all of us. Um,
0: so say, is it a same page meeting? Is it a same page meeting with the with you and Jill, and then a, a leadership team level ten meeting with the, with the with the with the kids?
1: Close. Yeah, I would I would think of it more like um, you know your leadership level ten and a departmental level ten is kind of okay. the way to okay. correlate it to a business. And and so what what uh, Jill and I do is uh, every every week. So we've been doing. So we've been using some variation of the EOS tools in our family life for the last uh, almost nine years now, and uh, it's morphed and changed and evolved, and you know as we've as we've used it. But we've been consistent about using them, and in our weekly in our weekly meeting, what we do is. Um, We spend about an hour, and we we do ours on Monday nights. Um, And this really – so to tell you where it came from and why we started doing it, it's not just because I'm doing EOS with leadership teams. What I realized is that at the end of the day – You know i'm at work all day i'm meeting with leadership teams i'm getting home we're getting our you know having our dinner and, and getting our kids a better bed and story time and then there's always like at least it seems like a dozen different things that you know jill has that she wants to run by me or we want to decide and make a difference and some days i'm just whipped like i don't have to like i don't want to be thinking about that stuff but yet we will still make a decision and what we realize is we're we're making pretty shitty decisions at at that (laughs) time because we're not in a good place. And we'd frustrate each other. I would do the same thing with her. I'd run stuff by her. I'd say, Hey, look, can you review this blog? I just want you to take a look at this. She's like, ah, I'm overwhelmed. Like I can't deal with this. And so do you think that was quality? No. Um, And then finally I said, you know what, this, the level 10 meetings working for so well for leadership teams. there's gotta be a way for it to work in the family so that we don't have to deal with this. And so that we can say, Hey, let's save up the bigger decisions to, make on one night of the week where we're both in the same headspace and not frustrated exhausted or tired we're both knowing that we're going to that place and so that's that's when we start. so we started doing that about ah, about four years ago now and um We, you know, we come together, we have a similar to a level 10, we have a check in. And so we're reviewing one personal piece of good news, one family related
0: good news. Interesting. Um, Okay, so so what's Yeah, why do we do that? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's what's what's? I mean, what's an example of of family good news that you're? Yeah, so family
1: right? family good news. It's like this this past weekend is that we had uh, my family and Jill's family over to celebrate my daughter's eighth birthday, and so it was just it was such a great day. And we had chaos in the morning because the power went out. We had storms here. We had all this other stuff happen. But then all of a sudden, like the afternoon, everything just kind of magically came together and it was just awesome to spend time with each other that day so it was just really good quality time together and it was all outside because we had beautiful weather here in michigan nice
0: um
1: and then the personal good news is something that i found to be important uh so that it's more important for Jill, being she's a stay-at-home mom with our four kids, and like her life is all about the kids right now, right? Especially it's twenty-four-seven. Yeah. She's always on, yeah. and she can easily lose herself in the family um, and just think, "Hey, this was great for the family." But okay, what was good for you in this in this last week? What was really good for you? And it helps her to create that separation, just so that she can think of herself and build on that. And so that's that's how we start our meetings. It just it really helps us to raise our energy, right? Get our energy in like a good headspace because uh, we're about to tackle a bunch of stuff together. Um, and then from there, we go into, like in a level 10, we go through a rock review. So we set rocks every 90 days, uh, what's most important in life. Uh, and we just review those on track or off track. Um, an example of that right now is... Uh, In this time, given that we're coming out of COVID, I've got we've got three family rocks. One of them is to get our business revenue back on track. Uh, Two is to achieve optimal sleep uh, so that we can wake up between four and five a.m. with good energy. So we, is that the whole family or this? No, so that's just Jill and I. Um, And
0: uh, what was my third one? I can't remember it off the top of my head. but but that yeah, was, was good though so like you so you're so i like what you said there because what you did as i heard it was you're open about the business and how that affects the personal world so that rock is like you know we share some responsibility there like i need you to help me get my rock done which involves the business which is a business that you run and then the, the sleep side of that which is an alignment thing which i'm I don't know if that was easy for you to get alignment on or if you had to get sort of like buy-in. Does she, did she normally want to get up at that kind of time of the day? Um, not normally, but <laughs> it's a little bit tougher in the summertime
1: too, right? When you don't have schedules to get up yeah, for for the kids okay. and everything. And But that is like the golden like couple hours in that morning of actual silence in our house. And so, uh, so it's important that we did it right now. We thought it was important for mm-hmm. our life. Oh, and I thought of the third one, too, Mark. It's, uh, it's to have um, at least two date nights a month uh, uh, that are fun, out-of-the-ordinary date nights, like not just going out to dinner, uh, but just doing something different that we normally wouldn't do that's cool
0: and that, that and that's an I, I will recognize that as an advanced pro tip right it's one thing to get the date night but like i, I hear like but what's really special what really makes the difference is we have a, a certain way of doing that and, and you're challenging yourself on that so yeah I, I'm, I'm betting that that was not the first way you set the rock you worked your way up to that that pro rock after yeah doing oh the yeah quarters. so at
1: the beginning so that was not the way that we had set you know date night related rocks in the past but um but yeah, we felt like we needed that just to break out of a, a habit that we had created, and just just creates more fun, especially in the midst of the time that we just went through with COVID and quarantine.
0: So I, I, I kind of exploded with a couple different questions, but the first thing I do want to talk about more about this, but speak to a second on the evolution. Of like day one, you sat down and tried to do this for the first time. Like, what worked? What didn't? Did you set way too big a rocks? And then, how did it evolve to like what's probably a relatively well oiled machine today?
1: Yeah. So, um, day one, so where, so just to give you a sense of where this came from, why I even started doing it um, was actually. So if this is too far back, stop me. But this is um, when I was evaluating becoming an EOS implementer. So rewind the clock nine years. And I was trying to figure out, you know, what was the right professional path to go on? I was transitioning out of my family business from running it and had transitioned it to my cousin, who's been doing a phenomenal job. And I had this passion of helping other businesses. And I didn't know whether I was going to do that by running another business, by coaching, by I, I was looking at franchises, all these other, like, so many different opportunities. Like, you talk about you have so many opportunities. When you have space, you just, like, jam it with more opportunities. That's what I was doing. And uh, I didn't really know which one was right or didn't have a way of evaluating that. And I had realized, Mark, is that that uh, when I had graduated college my senior year, I had an entrepreneurship class that uh, they had us write a life plan paper. And I, for some reason, in the midst of this time, I just thought about that and, it, and I pulled it out and I read it. And it was 10 pages, first of all. and I, uh, So it was really long, but I read it. It was just <laughs> crazy at how much came true really? from okay. that whole thing. So I was blown away. It was like when I would get married, where we'd be living, how many kids we'd have. Um, and I didn't know Jill at the time when I wrote that paper. Uh, and so what dawned on me from that is that, that Jill and I had never done any of this together. We'd always talk about dreams and things we wanna do in life and where we'd wanna go and but we we didn't have anything in writing. I mean most people don't. And but we thought that like this is an opportunity in the midst of this chaos, for whatever reason, I just had that insight, like we gotta sit down and do this. And we did. We filled out the family plan, uh, which is the family version of the the VTO. And so we filled that out together. So we established our family core values, our family passions, our big goal, our dreams list, and so on. And what that did is that became a filter for all those professional path decisions Mm -hmm. that I wanted to make. And so that helped us to say no to 80% of those things right off the bat, say like, this doesn't fuel and help like where we want to go in life. That will just either take us in the wrong direction or off a different path. And so it was really freeing. Like even when I got onto a board of directors for a nonprofit that we were passionate about, the decision was a no brainer because it fit. And, you know, it wasn't taking us off the path and it just helped us to make those decisions and ultimately helped me to confirm the EOS path was the right path for me. So this was before I was an EOS implementer when I found the family plan template in Basecamp really? okay, as I was wow. researching it.
0: Wow, wow. So that was it's usually quite, quite the opposite. Somebody right. asked the question of like, hey, is this, this applicable in my, in my family? And it's like, yeah, actually, actually it is. Uh, so you started there. So when you sat down and you did your first set of rocks, um, how'd that go? Uh, it was awkward. <laughs> Well, even bigger than that, you, when you went to Jill and said, "Hey, I got this business tool, and it's, we're going to use it," did she go, "Sounds great," or did she go, "Like, are you crazy?" Uh, she. I mean, she definitely pushed back
1: on it. Uh okay. and she definitely pushed back on it, as as I think most spouses would. Uh, Especially if you're really excited about something in the business world, you're like that doesn't belong in the family, right? I mean, most spouses push back on that instantly. Is from what I've seen through friends, Um, but you know what we realized? I said just just give me this hour. Let's 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 just try it. If nothing works from this, then so be it. That's you know we'll 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 let it go. But we so we sat down and it just really started. Facilitating some really real, rich conversations at that time uh, when we sat down, and what it what it did is that, I mean. First several rounds of rocks were were crap. I mean, I look back
0: at it, <laughs> that, as we know, that's you're not alone in that, right? Everybody's first round of rocks or two might suck, no matter who does it. So that's, that's yeah. That's crap.
1: I mean, if you think about it in terms of business completion of rocks, it was bad. I mean, we worked <laughs> it. was it was bad. It was it was really bad. But what it did, though, the key thing that it helped us with, though, Mark, is that it kept us on the same page at that time, if I rewind myself back to that, we had a 10-month-old, and we just found out we were pregnant with baby number two with my daughter. (laughs) And and we had just made the decision. Jill was working with me in my family business that I was running previous to this. And so now she was going from working full-time to stay-at-home mom because we made that choice. We wanted one of us to be at home full-time. And then Figure, so I'm going to go start a new business at that time. Great time yeah. to start a new business.
0: Yeah.
1: We're, we're uh, so broken. so that's we're broken.
0: we're broken. We do that. And how many? Uh, yeah, it's bad. We all do it. Though. Many of us do it. It's bad, bad. Yeah.
1: It, but it causes stress in the home life, right? So it causes a lot of stress. And that, so that's the tool of coming together and setting our rocks and getting clear on our vision. What that did is that kept us on the same page because there were... Um, you know, if this were a video podcast, you could see my hands, but but I'm putting one hand up is that, you know, one of our energy and momentum and energy is up high when the other ones, my other hand's down low, right? It's so if I'm doing great, kicking butt, get a new client, bring something on board, make a new aha. And then Jill's like frustrated, like pinching pennies and you know scared, um, it really helped us to sync up and get on the same page because we had the same long-term goal in mind and we were supporting each other to do it because those those things would flip. I would be like, oh, this is not going to work. This is frustrating. And then she's having a good day. And it really helped us to balance each other out because we were aligned with long-term goals in writing. Um, that in writing part was a really big key for us that, that really yielded some big breakthroughs in understanding and same-pageness for us.
0: So that's interesting. So uh, the writing side of that, writing and, and speaking out loud, both tend to be pretty powerful. And what I've as- ascribed that to is that our, bra- our brains work pretty fast and we can move a lot of data around quickly. And we, when we try to f- say it, you have to you have to distill it down quite a lot and so if you're gonna say something that's bouncing around in your head you're gonna have to choose a lot harder about what's most important and that process is of writing it down like i don't want to write 10 pages like you did one time but if you want to write like five words and which are the right five words that tell the story and that process of focus and, and challenging yourself starts to make you have to make some choices which ultimately ends in this this good this good connection so what what did you learn in that process? Did you just yeah? What did you learn with talking with Jill in those first sessions?
1: We we learned uh, you know that we were mostly aligned with. I mean it when we when we went through some of the exercise and discovery processes and, and chose those words and started speaking them out as we're trying to establish our core values and our passions um, that. We knew we were aligned from before, but, like, a lot of noise got in the way from, you know, life just got busy, right? From from running the business to, you know, having kids and just having all these pieces. And so you feel like you wonder if you're still on the same page or not. But, but the art of just articulating that, getting it down in writing and, like, realizing, like, wow, these are really close was relieving, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, yeah. it was really relieving. Um, and energizing at that same point, it's like good. Well, now that both of our roles have just kind of like flipped upside down, like we know that we're still aligned at the core, and and knowing that and seeing it and hearing it was a game changer. Not just assuming it; most of us assume it. Yeah. We don't see it, hear it, and and feel it all at all at the same time. And this helped that
0: happen for us. It's incredible so now we've got these rocks and we st- I can talk about them every week and now they kind of come back and so you're kind of touching base on that and you're reviewing them in the level 10 uh what do you do after that in your meeting
1: yeah yeah so um so another key reason why we started doing the meetings at home is because our rock completion wasn't happening when we would forget what our rocks were. <laughs> they right, right. happened, happened for a few years.
0: <laughs> okay. So you right. weren't doing the level 10 initially. You were doing no, rocks at no day. We, oh, okay.
1: we weren't doing the level 10 initially because that felt too businessy in my head of yep. bringing it home. And I'm like, oh, we'll just start here. And like, that's got to work. And then we'd forget about our rocks so and they wouldn't get done. And And then, you know, then finally, as our lives got more chaotic, we really felt this urging need to just really sync up so that things would stop falling through the cracks. Um, And so after a rock review, what we do is a is a habit review. Every quarter we we set a new habit. Um, So I'm talking about just the meeting between Jill and I is that we set a new habit. Hey, what's the next thing that that helps us on a daily basis bring a better version of you? To our marriage, to our life, to the business, um, or your role, and and so this this really helps us to like reevaluate. Sometimes it's the same habit,
0: uh, multiple quarters in a row because it didn't really stick or it wasn't working. Hmm. So what's some example? I, I love it. I mean, I, and it's not EOS pure, by the way. It's not on the VTO. No, that's what I'm saying. 10. We've adapted
1: some things no, that for our home life that isn't the same as a business.
0: No, it's, that's why this is so valuable because you wouldn't figure you wouldn't know this. It's, I love hearing this. So what what are some habits you guys had?
1: Yeah, like um, you know, I've done a meditation habit. Uh, my current habit right now is. Is watching. Uh, so my coach is Steve Chandler that that I'm working with, and sure. and so what I do is uh, he has these daily videos. I was in his uh, advanced client system program a year ago, and he has these daily videos as part of that program that he allowed us to to save. And so I said I'm going to watch one of those every single day and take at least one action on them. You know, Monday through Friday, and and so that's that's my daily habit. They're like a minute long, so it's not. It, it's doable. it's It's something you know, in terms of a habit, we 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 go at set we reference mini habits or uh, mm. miracle morning by Hal Elrod, which is just phenomenal. and it just really helps us to to start our day with something that's stupid small that you could fail at on your worst day. And it helps us to to just bring that better version of you. And you can always exceed it if you're feeling energized. but you know your worst day, set it for to be so easy to do.
0: Well, that's, I could go on for that subject because I, I really believe that that winning habit is the essence of confidence. And confidence is what leadership is about. And I think that so many people make the mistake in life and in business by uh, c- comparing themselves to something outside of their world and setting the bar too high. And and, and feeling worse off for not doing it. And, it, and the, the successful habit that builds upon itself is... Wins, And so you need to set yourself up for wins and inch it up inch by inch. And don't skip steps because you need the positive feedback loop of repetitive winning to fuel the confidence to give more fire to the ability to win even more. And, and, and setting low goals is not weak. It is the secret to being dominantly strong. So I love that you said that because I, I get, you know, I really push hard on that exact concept for that, for that reason.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, it's, it's that daily thing that really helps to to build it up is what we've seen. And we're not perfect at it. We've had some that just totally flopped. And, you know, it's wrong timing, wrong, you know, we just didn't, you know, we didn't set the right, you know, the right habit. But, you know, like right now, one of Jill, Jill's habit is, is to have a one minute meditation on heart centered listening uh, yeah. to our kids. And and so that really helps and, and takes her out of a place of reacting because it can get chaotic, right? We've got four kids; they're nine, eight, four, and twenty months, and so there, it's it's chaos sometimes. <laughs> and so that helps sometimes. her just to come that's from better. a doing yeah, the math sometimes. on that, man. That. <laughs>
0: that's that's exponential, a lot. right? That is a lot, brother. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's the phase of life we're in. And so oh, I bet there's helps. a lot of meditation that shows up in your – <laughs> a lot of your habits, a lot of your rocks, <laughs> meditation, peace, mm-hmm. silence, retreat, mm-hmm. break, yeah. give me a break, I give you a break. I bet, I bet that's a, a
1: lot of what you <laughs> – well, yeah, it's funny Funny that you say that because that, that triggers the, the next point um, that we review our calendar uh, review. Not EOS Pure, but this is our calendar review. Is we take a forward look two weeks out into the future, yeah. and we look day by day just to say, Hey, look, are you going to be late this night? Can you pick up the kids? Are you... Are you overnight, you know, one night? Or what are we doing on the weekend? Not to discuss all of those things, but just to check, to say, like, hey, what's on the calendar? Yeah. And just so, so, we're on so, the same so page. you have a
0: clue, because I definitely have experienced that. Like, I, it's like, I wake up in the morning, like, what's going on today? Oh, catching a flight. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. not good. Not good. <laughs> right.
1: And that creates tension and frustration between yeah. you if you're, you know, if you're not on the same page with that. It's like, well, wait a minute. We were supposed to do this. It's like, well, you know, we've had so many misses over time that that really helped us to sync up just wave top version but the reason why i bring that up is not just that is incredibly value in itself but we recently added a, a just a mental note for us to say hey look where is where can we fit in weekly super mom time we call it super mom time meaning that giving jill space to go do whatever she wants to do without kids and me <laughs> and 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 so some days You know, we just, we literally have to put it on our calendar. Otherwise, she'll feel guilty and not do it. And so, like Sunday night last week, we said, okay, seven o'clock and, you know, seven to nine o'clock, go do Supermont time. I got the kids. I'll clean up dinner. I'll put the kids to bed. And you go. So she just went for a walk. She went for a walk. She went in our sauna um, and just disconnected and it just it does wonders it recharges her tremendously it's it's like a clarity break right so it's very similar to you know what we look at in the business world of a clarity break but it's it's a her break because she's parenting all day long she's never off and this helps her to give her a break from that
0: do you do you, you said that like if you don't put it uh, on the calendar, it's not probably not going to happen. She won't have per- won't have a sense of permission. Do you still have time to, to struggle every once in a while trying to get her to, to take it? Like I can't take it this weekend. It's, it, yeah, yeah, you're not. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. I'm, not,
1: I'm nodding. You can't <laughs> yeah. hear me nod, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah, she. You know, there's some weeks it's like, oh no, I can't do it. We can't fit it in. And you know, once in a while, it doesn't happen. But but you know, most of the time, it does. And now. It's good. It's so funny. It's a good code word for our our kids notice too. It's like if if mom's feeling stressed out, it's like, did you have your super mom time? You know this this week, and so it's kind of like our our code word just to help free up. So once in a while, you know, ninety five percent of the time she's phenomenal, good energy, good place. But when we're in the same thing all the time every day, we need a break, and this just helps give her that permission for me time to do it on top of, you know, any anything else that
0: happens throughout the week. So calendar review. And, yep. and that's not to be understated. What you said about the super mom time, that's powerful. I think male, female, um, oh, hyper generalizing a little bit, but uh, the moms tend to want and need the time and be reluctant to take it. And, and guys are sort of like, you know, I got a job to do and it involves whatever it involves and I'm going to take it. And so, it's it, that's a nice way to sort of balance that out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really it's really done us wonders in our in our family. Um, and then the rest of the agenda looks very much like a level ten, where we're reviewing the to do list. After that, um, action items that came out of last week's meeting are they done or not done? And then we spend the rest of the time uh, on our issues list. And on our issues list, uh, you know, they're not. You know, big life-shattering issues. It's just, it's anything from like, hey, we want to get together with somebody this weekend. Who do we want to get together with? Who haven't we seen in a long time? And it helps us to, to kind of process that. Um, a lot of times, there's other little, um, you know, some of it is is just agreeing on vacation timeframes out in the future and blocking it out or looking at different options. Other things are shorter-term um, issues that you know that we deal with. I'm trying to think of. You know, would we just tackle this week? I mean, one is the budget. Uh, we look at our family budget and just do a brief review of that every week at a very high level. Do a little bit more, like budgeting, once a month, and um, and just to make sure we're on the same page. Uh, we we just uh, you know anything with one-on-one time with the kids. Well, that's an issue, right? Just just really being intentional about planning and scheduling. Like, are we doing a one-on-one time with the kids and who's doing it or we call it two-on-one time too sometimes both of us will spend time with uh each one of our kids separately uh just to give them that do whatever they want to do and just block that time on the calendars
0: uh so yeah so that, those are uh, the idea of the issues so where, where do you keep them do you have like a, a list uh, you have a we do. whiteboard is it uh, paper
1: electronic? We do. We use uh, we use Asana uh to oh, really? run our our weekly meetings. Yeah, so it's you know it just set up the the shell of what the the level 10 looks like with some of our own family modifications to it and and so that way you know we have issues that come on and off and to-dos that come on and off and you just get to check them off and I can view it from my phone, she can view it from her phone and we're able to add stuff to it on the fly like hey we got to get somebody to take care of these ants in our kitchen i just you know (laughs) thought of it instead of interrupting her at the end of the day about it or throwing it back and forth we you know we throw it on the list and you know we most of those issues take you know a minute or two and you go pretty quick but it helps you to sync up
0: you know that's probably worth highlighting If, if if people listening to this aren't getting that connection but there's nothing more irritating than an urgent issue or feeling urgent issue that's, that drops in your lap at a time when you're not ready or willing or interested to handle it and so you know i'm getting ready to walk out the door it's like well you can't go out the door we got to do deal with the ants and, and like that's not productive that's pretty much a recipe for some small or a large form of a fight. But if you can say like, I'm gonna put this on the list and when we come together, and you certainly said that earlier on, if you can come together in the right frame of mind, knowing I'm about to look at a bunch of issues and we're gonna prioritize them, uh, you know, it's level-headed and people are uh, aligned and expectations are clear, that's what we're here to do or to solve problems. And and as a result, you, you get really good answers to, to otherwise very basic questions, simple, not hard to, I mean, answer not that hard to deal with. Well, sometimes they are, but. <laughs> But it's pretty straightforward. It's not, there's no reason to fight over the ants. But, yeah. if, you, but if, you, if you do it at the wrong time, you will fight over the ants.
1: Oh, for sure. It, and that's, you know, that I mean, those are the types of issues that, you know, it's just anything that comes up, anything that's on our minds about, you know, throughout the week that isn't critically urgent, that can wait. We've just trained ourselves just to put it on that list because I think you you said it. This is the reason why the meeting works. Um, and stop me if I already said this. But the reason why that works, again, at the end of the day, if you know we're not at our best and one of us is frustrated and the other one wants to solve stuff, you don't make good decisions. But if you get your energy up, both of your energy levels up, and you know that this is the time and place that you're going to tackle this stuff, it is shocking at how much stuff you can just knock out. And not have to deal with the rest of the week. And then, you know, I'm not going to not going to lie on here, but with the first time that we started the, the, the level 10 meeting in our family, I mean, Jill resisted it for about six months. Right, okay. she would dread it for about six months. Every time, it's like, "Oh, we have a meeting tonight." It's like, "What?" And, and like, she would conveniently forget about it and be like dragging her to it.
0: So but that's very frustrating you- for you too. You're like, "I'm really trying here," and this I thought we had agreement, and uh, you've forgotten. And she's like, "I can't believe you keep remembering." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The, and the the only reason why that kept, the motivation kept
1: up is not only because I saw that it worked in, in the professional setting, but at the end of every meeting, her energy level would skyrocket. Like, she would feel so energized, so clear, and so excited. Like, she now, even if she had, like, 10 to-dos, like, over the next week, like, she now, like knew what she had she had her list built we had agreement on those things she just didn't want to actually do it at the beginning but then you know over time i mean it's funny she started telling all her friends about doing it too and, and it's you know some of them were like whoa what it's
0: six months though so that's no joke right six months is a long time to 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 to, to pull on that sled um because and i and the reason i mentioned that is i i have definitely seen some entrepreneurial families go right to this like it's nothing but lots of them don't lots of them struggle and and there's and so i'm glad to hear that because i have had that problem um at times and i see other people with that problem six months what you know what what kept you going uh and how did you how did you were there times when you thought about like i'm a i'm this is cracking open. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose her over this. Did you think about giving up in month three or four? Yeah, there were times that I said, "Man, is this is this worth it? Are we gonna keep
1: doing this? Um, does it make sense?" And then and then we would have our quarterly come back up, and we'd set new rocks, and you know, in the midst of that, and uh, you know, we, it would just be a new phase of life, right? Because in family life different than a business you have very distinct seasons especially if you have kids that are in school right you have you have summer which is very different than fall and fall you you're all Mm, back to school sports and schedules pick up um summer you know you're on vacations you have camps you have different things happening Holiday season, you got you know Thanksgiving, Christmas, like all the events and things, and then you got kind of a quiet lull after uh, New Year's for a little bit in the in the depth of winter, at least up here in the north. Um, but but those that that shift of season brought a different importance level to syncing up on the same page on on the weekly basis, and and so that gave me just you know I took most of the brunt on myself, and I didn't have her like be responsible for any of the running of this stuff. I mean, granted I did this in my professional life as an EOS implementer, but just like, I'll take this, I'll, I'll do this all. I'll just manage it all. Um, You know, I own running the meeting, doing the, you know, managing Asana as we go through it. Um And she just, needs to show up like just make it stupid simple and and sometimes we'd have to be creative and have fun with it like sometimes it's like hey look let's just go do this on the patio let's bring the let's bring the bottle of wine
0: with us it's not pure that's you know we don't we don't drink in session Ooh, in
1: family in the family meeting a little bit different (laughs) no i hear you whole different level of purity yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's making it fun right and so that's really what you know not to look at it as like this thing we have to do but you know what what can come from it and how do we make it fun and that's that's what really helped to change and shift it over that time frame i'm just kind of a slow learner and it takes me a while to realize that hey you got to do something different mike
0: well i think that's probably a good point in and of itself so um bringing a framework is the reason the reason a framework is so important i believe is that uh it's it's too high overhead to think about all the infinite complexities. We just need to boil this down to something simple, I mean, like a quarterly and a weekly. I mean, yeah, you could have an infinite number of meetings in, in between those times, but my brain can't keep up with that. So let's just make it simple. Quarterly, annual, weekly, it, that's, that's an I can remember that. And uh, and so that takes a lot off of my mind. I, I'm not going to have to worry about resetting goals any, on any given day. It's, I can let it go because I know there's a quarterly coming and that's the day we'll recheck the budget and readjust and we'll set and make sure we do do or don't want to buy that that uh, vacation home or whatever. That's the time to have the conversation instead of some random Tuesday when we're trying to do something else. So having that system and that framework is a way of freeing yourself and that's the whole idea. But, but you said something really important there. It is about you. It's about what do you enjoy and it should be rewarding and fun. So... It sounded like it took it six months. Took a while. It involved alcohol, which is fine. That's great. So, <laughs> what other things kind of got got uh, built the momentum, made it fun, and made it unique to your family plan?
1: Yeah, I mean the the other things for us was, um, you know, I can't put my finger on any one you know one big event or thing that happened, other than we just started realizing and having just. Conversations about, like, look at how much this is helping us to get done. And I guess really the kind of dichotomy kind of started existing through some parenting groups and Bible study groups that Jill was part of that really helped to cement this. Is she started seeing at how so many other spouses were complaining about their husbands, how many other wives were complaining about their husbands and just not being on the same page and all this. And she's like that's not at all like we feel like we're in alignment and on the same page we have very different roles in our household in our family life but i think she ended up selling herself on it is what what ended up happening just by seeing that and having conversations and not being able to relate to them in that same way anymore and and really realizing like hey it's got to do with what we're doing and and on you know in our weekly meetings so you mentioned roles.
0: Did you guys build an accountability chart for the family?
1: You're a good listener, on there too, and I didn't even think that I mentioned that. But yes, we we, we did. We, we we did, Mark. Uh, we uh, we built uh, we built our version of what would be an accountability chart, and um, it was eye opening. It was. It was scary yeah yeah i'm scared to even mention it but
0: i think it's really critical and i'm excited and i'm and i'm on my edge of my seat wanting to know how this flows rolls, rolls out for you yeah
1: so here's here's what we what we did and and how we approached it is that you know we um you know i said we can't approach this the same way that we do in a business because in a business um you're going to have a visionary and an integrator then you have the leadership team beneath it and these direct reports and the whole thing and like it ah, feels a little weird in the family yeah true one person's going to run the household one's going to you know or maybe both are involved with generating income for the household but you know let's let's think about it a little bit differently let's let's think about it from a way of like, hey, what is all the stuff that needs to happen to make our lives go round? And so not every little minutiae thing, but, you know, what are the top 10 to 20 things? And, and each of us to brainstorm what we think those are. Um, and we bring together this list. We then, you know, U.S. terms, do keep, kill, combine and create a list, One, one, one full list of like, here are the essential handful of roles, the top 10 uh, 10 roles that we have, and then we have two boxes, two seats, you know, for lack of a better term, side by side. And we say, okay, well, what, you know, one is me and one is Jill. And, and what of those top 10 what are those am I going to be accountable for? And what are those is she going to be accountable for um, just to make our lives go around? Yeah, of course we're going to help each other. It doesn't just like get us off the hook, but in, who owns it? Who's like taking the initiative, taking the drive of driver's seat of, you know, of X, Y, Z tasks. So like, um, you know, household projects is is one of the roles where we actually have two different parts of the role is like, you um, you know, I I'm in charge of household maintenance of just making sure this you know that we are doing the right things. Uh, but she's like the the household coordinator. I forget exactly what we call it, but we have uh, she's like the she's the scheduler, the planner. Like if we need our sprinkler system fixed, I'm the one that like identifies that and makes sure that it's all working. But then you know oh, if we yeah. got to get the sprinkler company come, she's the one that's the logistics coordinator that's going to help you know bring that you know bring that stuff in. Uh, but that, that, that whole exercise facilitated just us getting on the same page. And at first realizing, like, holy crap, Jill had a lot of stuff on her plate. Uh, and I didn't have as much at first. And it helped. <laughs> which was that, was was like, that uncomfortable uh, for you at first? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it, 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 it was at, at first. And, you know, it, it, it helped her to reaffirm, like, look at all this stuff I'm doing. Um, not that mine was less important, I mean, it, or hers, vice versa, but it just it helped us to bring an awareness to what we were doing and accountable for and, and, and just how we wanted it to be. Um, so this is the key is that we designed that saying like, all right, here's what it is. Now, what do we want it to be? Do we do we want this to shift? Do we want, you know, how do we free ourselves up? Because if we don't want all of those things, there's some of them that need to be done that we Mm. might have to do temporarily. But there are things that, you know, ultimately can you delegate to your kids, empower them, getting them to step up. There are things that you can outsource that we can, you know, can you get a handyman to do it? Can you get, you know, can you get a nanny? Can you get, you know, there's just different creative solutions that come out of it. And then the third thing that's really cool um, are things that maybe you should have stopped doing. Mm, uh, yeah. That Why are you doing it? You did it because you've always done it, but it doesn't mean you still need to be doing it. And it helps you just to have those kind of conversations to free yourselves up or get
0: each other help and support. So I'm hearing that really is sort of like there's things that need to get done and I can assign ownership to the, to the task or the responsibility and sort of a relationship between the person and the, and the task. But in the accountability chart in, in a business, there's usually a flow of accountability and a hierarchy, if you will. How did you address that sense of hierarchy, like if, escalation? Is that, is, are there lines on your accountability chart or is it independent, uh, independent leaders? How does that work? <laughs>
1: yeah, so the 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 way, so as far as lines. So we have two seats side by side with a line going between them for Jill and I, and then one down the middle of it to each of our kids. So saying that that in a family, I don't believe it's right in our family to say like, hey, Jill is always in charge of the kids, or I'm always in charge of the kids. We both have that parenting responsibility. Um, and so showing that in that way just helped us to 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 call that out. Now, when we got to like when we ended up hiring a nanny, w- there was a line coming right out of Jill's seat <laughs> okay. directly to the nanny. Like she was totally in charge of, of, of that one. But from a parenting standpoint, we wanted to be careful about sending the right message to our kids mm-hmm. and helping them to realize like, hey, we are we're a family team here. Right. We're on the same page. This is. You know, not about you going to mom. Or I mean, granted, she takes most of the burden day to day. But we are on the same page, and you come to either of
0: us. So this is eye opening for me. So you're bringing in a dimension I hadn't, hadn't thought of. And because I originally was thinking about this as um, functionally, like what th- there's there's an there's a there's a product of mostly logistics. I think you know, like things need to be cleaned, fixed, bought, organized whatever and so you know if we need a maintenance person if we need a dishwasher if we need a cleaner in you know in laundry and um you know vendor management and bill payer and all those things those all show up as things that that flow into a hierarchy right like somebody might pay a certain vendor and that was how i thought of it but but you you brought in the dimension that i had in in my mind kind of dismissing it's like and there's raising the kids (laughs) <laughs> and and so that how do you thing. so that that you could almost create two? One is sort of like a uh, jobs, and the other is sort of like well, I don't know. I mean, how how have you have you have you are those in conflict? I guess I haven't really tried this exercise, so that's part of why this is helping me through this. Did did you? Is there one that does the job that sort of says, like, here's your relationship to me as a mentor-parent-father? You use the father, this is how you see me as the father, as opposed to this is how you see me as the uh, groundskeeper and your job is to mow the lawn. Uh, you know, because those relationships can be very different, right? So uh, do you have both of those on one chart or, or how do you address that? Yeah,
1: so it is. It is all on one chart. We wanted to keep it simple, and you know, my brain was wrestling with you know thinking about it from a business standpoint. Is like, yeah, you do have all these functions across the team. You have sales, operations, finance, and you split <laughs> it up that way. Yeah. Um, that felt too complicated to do in the family environment. It said you're not going to have more two more than two seats at your. Family leadership team, right? It's it's you and your spouse. That is the leadership team of your household. And as go you, so go your kids. And so making sure you're on the same page at at home is incredibly important. And so we, so um, I was just looking for my. I didn't have my family uh, accountability chart here, but I had. Um, so like one of my roles is is uh, faith mm-hmm. is is being the leader of our of our house championing and our, our faith in our household. Does that mean that Jill doesn't do Bible studies or, or do things with the kids? Absolutely not. Of course she does, but, but continue to be accountable for that. So I think a bit as a, as what are the top five accountabilities ultimately in my seat and Jill's seat that makes our lives go round. And so some of them is, you know, household income. One mm-hmm. of them is, you know, is, is faith. You know, another is, um, I guess I get the the whole uh, IT, for lack of a better term. No, no, no. It was the worst. Uh, oh, I'm because, so sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, I know it's miserable, but, that's, but so yeah, that's I guess why it's probably we just actually, keep it all the same stuff. Yeah, make yeah. it really simple. Uh, where she is, you know, she's she's managing all the all the bills and the in the finances, and she's in charge of schooling for the kids, and and making sure that you know that the homework is being followed up with, and that she's you know engaging with the teachers regularly. Not that I'm not, but she's, she's more, that's a bigger part of her role.
0: Um, and so have, that, that's roles, what we came up with. Did you have any roles that you kind of couldn't decide who owned it and or, or had some debate whether one person could own it or not?
1: Yeah, I think um, so. When I think back to it, so it's been a while since we had created it originally, but if I think back to it, I think. Finances were were one of them that was sticking, and now I'm talking about it simply. But but at the beginning it was it was a little bit murky about you know how how are we managing household finances and realizing like we had to split it apart into two different parts of it. Is that you know Jill manages all the day to day finances and paying bills and balancing accounts and things like that, um, whereas I'm accountable for making sure that hey do we have. You know, are we living all within I own like the budget, like of making sure that, hey, the high level categories, the high level things like this is what we're you know, I'm leading that initiative. I'm initiating that and we're coming to agreement on those things. Uh, But it's not in her wheelhouse to do that or create that. She'll follow it once we agree to it. But I own creating it and creating that 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 whole boundary. Does that make yeah,
0: sense? No, that's exactly right. Where I, as soon as you said finance, I, that was exactly what hit the nerve for me, because um, that's a hot spot for a lot of people. Um, oh, it is budgeting. It's um, I can't describe how like it sounds very simple math, right? Like you can just do math, right? No, it's, that is not <laughs> what happens. It is it is an electrified, um, highly um, energized conversation that uh, involves a lot of decision, judgment, vulnerability. Um, uh, how we would spend money? Why would we spend it? What's important and what's not? And, and it's it's much more emotional than it is mathematical in, in the end. So it can um, be for sure. Yeah. So that's that's probably you know that's like rock. Material and long term long term issues on the VTO. Like how do we how do we get on the same page for the budget? Did, did you guys uh, get on the right on the um, on the same page with budget right away, or did that take a no. while? <laughs> you no, know, it, it took us took us a little while to do that. I mean, we
1: we were naturally planners and you know good stewards of our finances doesn't mean that we went didn't go off the rails. We we did, and we just like any couple when you come together you merge your finances. You either do merge your finances or you don't. And you live out of separate accounts, uh, but here you ultimately got to be on the same page with what what you're doing and it and it gets even a little bit more complex when you have two working spouses two incomes and what do you do with the money and how do you manage it uh for us the the game changer and helping us to simplify this were two resources one um is a book called the barefoot investor and by scott pape uh it was written out of australia Right. And uh, he's from Australia. So there's there's some terminology and things in it that don't exactly click with the U.S., but 80% of it does. And he's got a simple way of just creating a simple family household budget. And in fact, I would say that he's got two books. One is The Barefoot Investor, and then the other is The Barefoot Investor for Families. Hmm. I think The Barefoot Investor for Families is more applicable because it also gives so many examples for your kids mm. in managing okay. their finances, too. The other resource that helps us on a weekly and monthly basis is a tool called YNAB. Hmm.
0: It
1: stands for youneedabudget.com.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. Y-N-A-B. And that helps you to see a real-time budget um, that's simple, straightforward, really easy to use, and auto-syncs with your, your banks. That's been a game changer for us, and it's only been fairly recently in the last year that we implemented that and it's just it's really simplified our our budgeting process and our family in fact i started using it
0: for my business now too oh really that's interesting so i use a tool called every dollar which is a a, a Ramsey tool and uh and I actually work with a, a, a budget coach, a guy that I reached out to and for similar – I'm a visionary, right? So I, I can handle it. And then eventually what I found is I had a lot of money moving in many different places. And I felt like I'm not doing a great job of keeping track of all these things. And so I, I said, I, if you want to beat your best, you, you hire a coach. And so I found a guy, and, and um, he's actually been on the podcast. Um, but anyway, I, th- I think I agree having, having a tool like that can be a total game changer. And so there's, there's lots of different ways to do it. And oh, so for it, sure. That's been new for you using Wineab and
1: yeah, okay. it, it is. Um, that's newer, and it uh, it just it just helps quite a quite a bit. I mean, it's I'm sure it's I think it's in line with the uh, the Ramsey philosophy. It's like every every dollar needs a job and every bit of income gets allocated somewhere and yeah. you know it's just not in a paper envelope it's in a digital envelope and and you know when you spend something how much you have left and if you need to transfer it where you're going to have to borrow it from if you need to yeah absolutely and you don't have to move it between accounts that's like oh gosh that freed up a
0: lot of wasted mm, energy yeah yeah those <laughs> tools can make a huge difference in that regard so back to the accountability chart just at least a little bit. Uh, the concept of the visionary and the integrator, I guess why that may not, doesn't sound like you really apply that to the family, but I, but the, the part that got my attention is that um, usually the integrator f- function uh, glues this together. Uh, and it sounds like that might be you because that's kind of how you self-identify as being an integrator type. Uh, and you've worked with other families and, uh, who have... Who have try to do this, does there need to be kind of an integrator function that kind of glues this together? Um,
1: there's a definitely a role and responsibility of how, our accountability for when you say this, though, are you talking about what, doing the meetings or gluing the family together? Or like what, ah, when you say question. this, what... Which part of that are you talking I mean, about? I
0: meant, yeah, great question. I meant glue the process together to make sure that when you start it, it happens and like you know it continues to happen. Every every meeting is happens on time, and that we have a quarterly, and that somebody's maybe facilitating or just sort of sort of stewarding the process. But you're right, there is a distinction there, which is gluing the actual operation of the family together. So I'll, I would say t- take both those questions one at a time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I think, um, yeah, there there does need to be somebody that's that's accountable for keeping the family on track with doing the weekly meetings and and having quarterlies and annuals and driving that importance making sure it's on the calendar um, we don't show it on our family roles chart we i mean it's me you're right it is it is me that's i've carried that torch from the beginning uh, but for somebody that hasn't done it yeah if that's if that's what they feel would help serve them and their family to create clarity, then yeah, put it as one of those one of those you know four to six roles on the on the chart. Um, and then from the other standpoint, as far as the integrator term from you know the business world, you need somebody to glue the family together uh, and keep the family on the same page. We just handle that through. It inevitably just shows up through the roles that are either in Jill's um, accountabilities or mine that we glue the family together from different aspects right and so and it just and we have it taped on the inside door of our of our kitchen cupboard so we can open it up and look at it at any any time and our kids are all on there with their you know handful of roles on there too of what you know of what they're accountable for Too, they have you know daily jobs that they're accountable for. They're, um, and and when I say daily jobs, it's you know our version of a scorecard ends up um, going up on a whiteboard on our wall. I mean, our kids are younger, right? And and so it's there's it's simple stuff. It's like, hey, did you fix your bed? You know, fixing your bed, and they have. You know, putting their stuff away. I'm
0: assuming you mean they didn't break their bed. Yeah, (laughs) taking your bed, fixing the bed. You really are really (laughs) making those kids sew your clothes back together. (laughs) Sew your clothes, put it together. Right, you got it. But so, so you do have a a scorecard. Sounds like. So, do you review scorecard in in your level tens?
1: Um, it's more in our family level 10s not the not Jill's okay. and mine right so cuz it's it's what we found it to be is more applicable for our kids and chores and that kind of thing yeah so it's it started out as a chore chart um, you know right now where it's at is it it's it's ultimately this weekly measurable did they do did they do their their jobs their chores for the week and if they did um, you know we we pay them out they each have um, you know if they have three or four jobs throughout the week that they have to do and it's to their age bracket mm, right? right one is just clearing the table and putting dishes away you know the other is um you know putting laundry from the washing machine into the dryer right i'm talking about a nine and eight year old you know it gets a little bit more you know uh complex as you as you get older you get them more more responsible jobs but we end up Paying them out for their jobs, that they get a, a a dollar per year old that that they are. This was actually a recommendation out of the Barefoot Investor for Families book. We give them a dollar per per year old they are. And then if they, you know, if they have, let's say they have three jobs and they only do two of them in the week, they get two thirds of nine dollars, or you know, for that week. So it, it's we're teaching them to, you know, to earn that money, um, and then also. They have a three compartment bank in their room where they have to put some in three different jars one in a give, one in a spend, and one in a save jar. I don't care how much they put in each one, they just have to put something in each one. Um, and it's just, we're trying to teach them about this because I didn't learn about this as a kid. I had no clue about this as, as a kid. And I'm learning about this as an adult and, and trying to get my head around it. So we're, we're sharing with them as we've learned along the way.
0: It's incredible. Walk me through a quarterly. So, yeah, walk me through your quarter. How long is it? You know, and, and how is it? How does it compare to a an EOS business quarter? Quarterly? How does the quarterly go? How does the quarter go? Give it a grade. You know, mm-hmm. are we are we doing that? What are you doing? Yeah, it's
1: very very similar. I mean, structurally, the the agenda is the same, uh, and it takes us. Uh, you know, we set aside about three three and a half hours. And, you know, if we're doing it at home and we can't get away, we'll, you know, we'll do it at home in the evening. But most of the time, like we tie it in with a quarterly overnight. And that's where it's really fun is that every quarter, like even if we're just going downtown Detroit, like we'll stay overnight at a hotel and go out to um, restaurants, do something fun, get together with another couple and then tie that in with. Uh, with our quarterly and and so we you know that's that's our plan and we walk through same agenda where we check in uh what's working what's not working um and what do we want to get out of our time together what are our expectations and we each brainstorm that separately and we go through it we review our rocks after that and say done not done right we have up to seven rocks total across the two of us so three to seven total um we calculate our percentage <laughs> goal is to get 80 percent or better and instead of a letter grade we do something a little bit different we um we we rate uh, a happiness rating on a one to ten scale just what is your current level of happiness in your life all things factored in one to ten scale ten being best gut feel put a number down um and that has changed and shifted, uh, depending on the quarter and what has happened, and and that just that that prompts an issue now sometimes for yeah, us to that, get into.
0: Yeah, what's the why is that? We should talk about that in the afternoon after we set rocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's and sometimes that that happens, and sometimes we're not even sure if it's low. Why is it low? And sometimes you can't put your finger on it right away. But I notice when we're in that environment, when we're away. Uh, away from our house away from our kids and we're having fun and, and doing this um, you know at a hotel or somewhere else it gets us in a better creative problem solving phase and just we start really kind of exploring those things instead of just letting them linger beneath the surface
0: I mean, it's not, actually I want to slow that down a little bit cuz i got a very evocative image that sounds pretty awesome that it's like you you, you go out to dinner and it's a it's a wonderful sort of staycation type of feeling you are sort of break free of the bonds uh, of the habits and routines and then the, i guess the next day do you wake up kind of sleep in a little bit to like 5 30 5 45 a.m uh you get a little yoga in uh, instead of a hard workout and then uh and then you s- sit down for brunch on the uh, somewhere and you just spend the next three or four hours kind of brainstorming this stuff is that is that kind of how it goes for you yeah, I mean it's sometimes it's the
1: afternoon or day before. Sometimes okay. it's that next morning, but usually it's in the the hotel room where we'll 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 do that and knock it out. Sometimes we'll you know we'll start it. The, you know, on on the let's say it's a Friday Saturday, we'll start it on the Friday afternoon, and then we'll just pause after reviewing our uh, our family VTO because what it does is it starts. Cr- generating just ideas and brainstorming of just like just different things like that we want to do in life i mean reviewing our dreams list or our lifetime wish list it, like prompts thoughts it's like holy cow that sounds exciting or no like we don't want that anymore And it, it just it it's a little bit looser from the rigidity um, that you might feel in the business world mm-hmm. but but the the principles still apply well,
0: the way you described it, it almost sounds like the approach to the annual. It's like you're taking yeah. the quarter because, like, you split it in the middle. You give it, let's dream big. Let's stir the pot. Let's really get emotionally uh, alive and sleep, or take a break, <laughs> or do something, and then come back and let's make a plan to fit that. Because there's all kinds of science that the brain works better when you do it that way. But uh, but it sounds like you treat every quarterly kind of like a mini annual. And is that is that fair?
1: Yeah, most of them we do, and there are some that we don't. But yeah, that's uh, based on how much that, time you got. how yeah, you feel based like on how much time and what's going oh, on with their family yeah. life, and whether we're in quarantine <laughs> or not. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with that's our a... new with our new world. Yeah. So, have in. you
0: done a quarterly in quarantine?
1: Uh, we did. We did it. Uh, we did it from home. How'd it go? Uh, it you know it went well. It uh, I mean it was uh, it was much it was a much needed reset. It just helped us to totally just recalibrate and and just get on the same page. What it did is that it just helped us to really realize like, hey, we're in a very unique time right now. And how do we how do we really maximize this opportunity to, you know, to really spend more time with our kids, be intentional and and take control over how we want to live this, as opposed to letting it push us around the time frame and the you know media noise and everything else that's out there just helped us to center on
0: what's really important to us and decide what that is did you guys was there any kind of breakthrough moment for the two of you in that the discussion um,
1: so this one was earlier in the quarantine when it started and i know that one of the key things that that came up was was the amount of overwhelm that this really put on, on Jill because all of a sudden she became a homeschooling mom on top of everything else. And we have two, our older two are school age and our younger two are not. When you blend that together, the younger two want stuff all times throughout the day. And the older two are now on Zoom calls and everything else. It's like, holy cow, that's created, And then you got to keep track of all the teachers and all the assignments and all that stuff. So what it what it did is it helped us to like relieve jill of of some of the household duties we actually sat down and like really figured out like how can we get the kids engaged more Mm -hmm. to take more ownership over different things because now all of a sudden we can't have a housekeeper because you can't have people inside the house from outside and and so she was just feeling like overwhelmed like she had to take it all on but when we it gave us the forum to step back from that and figure out you how do we want this to go
0: right and you can delegate and elevate. Yeah, and it was. It was. <laughs> your it kids was getting older. Like it's time for you to grow up, son. And when it was a big breakthrough, yeah. it's it's
1: iterated and, and morphed a little bit over time. But but now it's just become a regular expectation of you know of, of the kids and their step up of it, and it's empowered them to take more ownership
0: too. That's great. And and so that's that's not just efficient. That's uh, that's powerful for for teaching your kids something, in, in this, in the as it evolves.
1: Yeah. O- overall, though, too, Mark, as, as I think that the, the bigger reason of doing this whole thing is not just the same pageness of Jill and I, this is the, the deeper passion for this is empowering our kids, K- teaching our kids to set rocks, teaching our kids to set out and set, set a goal and come back and learn from it and learn that, hey, it's okay to fail. It's okay to to make a mistake, and it's okay, but, like, what do you want? And helping them to articulate that, review that with them in, in the weekly meeting with our kids, um, and then help them stay on track with what they want to do. Of course, we're keeping, you know, guardrails on it and helping mm-hmm, to right? influence it. And it's different, like, you have to, when they're really young, like my four-year-old, you have to help, you know, come up, how are we empowering him, like his... His current rock this quarter is just being able to dress and undress himself fully without our help. And That's cool. he's doing phenomenal. He's doing phenomenal at it now. That's so great. That's but so yeah, fun. so I mean, we're talking about really simple, basic stuff, right? And it's just you got to decide what's most
0: important for each human being in your family. Well, what I, what I liked about what you just said there is that it's it could that's, that's one of a thousand things that are going on, but you chose to put it down as a stated objective, which gives you the ability to really celebrate it and, and soak it in.
1: You got it. You got it. I mean, that's that's the thing is that we're able to celebrate it. When my son, he set a rock this quarter that he was going to read twenty books, twenty chapter books, um, and he's already done that and we have <laughs> we have a month and a half left of this of this quarter like he's just a voracious reader and i'm i've never read as much as he's read as he's reading now <laughs> yeah. and it's it's awesome yeah. but he's so fueled up and fired up by it like it's mo- i can see it motivating him he like we thought he was nuts at first we're like all right you're gonna set- you haven't read 20 books in that time frame before you're going to do it okay um, and man, he's just so excited of it, and
0: it's it's just cool to see
1: that kind of thing play out.
0: That's incredible. And so, you know, on that note, I mean, it's actually it's a high enough note. I would almost want to end right here, except that I, I don't feel like I want to get out of here without talking a little bit more about the VTO and the types of things that are on there. Uh, the, and hopefully we can kind of keep it in that space. Like what it, you know, thinking about the VTO, walking sort of through it. Um, what are highlights? That, uh, so the, it's what's on the family VTO. It's different. It's not the core values. It, what, is it the passions. What is it? Called? Well, it is. So it is core values. Oh, is so core
1: you value. still have core values uh, at first. That's that's on there too. Similar to what you do in a business, but it's it's really getting clear. Like what are your family values? That you know who you are, um, what you believe and value most, and we use these uh, to help us decide you know who we want to go on vacation with or who we don't mm,
0: yeah
1: right it's helping us to align who we want to spend more time with or who we don't and sometimes you know jill and the and the wife of a friend they align better than the four of us do together and it helps us to make those decisions r- rather than yeah, obligating too, too all four go of us
0: spend the girls weekend and we we'll yeah. just leave it there right
1: great <laughs> right. It's huge. That does. It's a huge game changer, and also to help align with who our kids are spending time with too. Um, with you know, are their family values? Do they appear to be? You know, in um, I guess you can use the terms the bar that we use in in EOS uh that uh you don't hang out with them anymore they're
0: below the bar three strikes conversation with them
1: <laughs> well i haven't haven't quite done that right but <laughs> but you want to make sure they're they're providing they're not going against the things that are core to you like honoring god by doing the right thing is one of our core values yeah. and if somebody is the opposite of that most of the time i don't want my kids spending time with them on a on an intimate level that's that's the thing i don't want to shelter them from the whole thing i want them to be aware of it but at their ages right now like that we need to make sure that that's that's aligned you know with us and that family yeah and most of it's intuitive but this helps us to get you know clear when we're not jill and i aren't seeing eye to eye about spending time and something doesn't feel quite right this helps us to go back and pin down why it doesn't feel right very quickly
0: yeah that, that makes a lot of sense
1: so I mean that's that's values when we look at when we look at a core focus in a business it's called passions on the family uh, on the family plan and so we have five passions articulated on here these are the areas that that we're, if we spend 80% of our time in there together in these in these five areas it gives us the most energy excitement um, and it just fuels us both up and, and so that helps us to make decisions around, around it, saying that, like, here's the example of our five. Like, we have creating meaningful relationships with quality time. Uh, it, two is inspire those around us to live to their potential. Three is traveling the world and experiencing culture and history. Four is a clean, healthy lifestyle, no shortcuts, food, physical or mental. And then five is learning and growing to become our best personally, professionally in our faith.
0: That's awesome, I mean, and, and, and uh, clearly, I and mean, that's that's great work in uh, in terms of I get it, I hear it, and, and I say, oh, that's different, and I, like it, and I and you probably would you know wouldn't hang out with me that much. not but but that's great. I, I love that the, it's evocative and tells me what you're up to, and I and I understand that it, and I see it making decisions for you, like the, especially like the health, health, the clean lifestyle, healthy living, like you, that that decides what comes home in the groceries, right?
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. Absolutely. What we put into our bodies, where we exercise, all of that stuff. And, and, and so what's interesting about that, like if you think about a quarterly, we're reviewing that and we're saying, hey, are we spending enough time in these areas? Yeah. And then often there's like one or two of those that all of a sudden, like, we didn't spend much of any time with in the last quarter. Like, hey, we didn't travel the world during quarantine. <laughs> that didn't happen.
0: Right? Yeah. Start um, Zoom calls with people across the world. You could probably do that, actually.
1: Yeah, we, we had we did. We got this app called Marco Polo, which allows you to send video messages back and forth. And, uh, you know, just new things came out from that that, you know, that helped us to connect with others. Um, but it also helps you to, helps us to identify what things we need to stop doing that are preventing us from doing things in this areas of, of passions that we've agreed to, and, and those all just become issues for the issues
0: list. Awesome. All right, so keep going. Of yeah.
1: The- so yeah. Then from there we got our our um, our lifetime wish list. This is essentially your bucket list down in writing, and so it's taking all those hopes, dreams, things that you think may be impossible, and we get them down in writing and. You know we get you know it's just it's really cool when you see them down there and then you come back to them and you start reviewing them quarterly um, you know what i found is is that these things start happening faster when you have like it doesn't feel so out to reach as it did when you originally said it hmm. and it's you know it's really cool i mean we got i'll just give you a couple of ours we've got travel coordinated with school learning experience the seven wonders of the world as a family um What's another one? Take my in-laws on a big fiftieth anniversary trip. Uh, there, there's just a lot of different, you know, things. House paid off, no long-term debt, and nice. and so yeah, there's a variety of things. We got about twenty-five things or so there, and then what we did from that is we set, you know, in the business world, it's your ten-year target. Here, it's um, you know, very similar mindset. It's like, hey, five to ten years into the future, when you look at that lifetime wish list. What's the number one thing that you know that really energizes and excites you that that you want to achieve? And you set that you know you set that big goal that that you agree to. Here, um, you know, my big goal it's in a shorter time frame now. It's it's by the end of twenty twenty two to be uh, Mike being coached by Steve Hardison, oh. uh, and that's uh, that's Steve Chandler's coach oh, in. Okay. He just has an incredible way of being. He's known as the ultimate coach, and he's he just has this presence in the present moment that is so powerful, um, both in the personal and the business world. That uh, you know that I'm on the journey of of learning and growing from, and we see how so many other things in life, from our dreams list, um, will become real and. I can really speak into my, my kids' hearts better. I can create a, even a deeper relationship with my wife, create bigger impact for my clients on the EOS side and every human being that I come into contact with. So that's, you know, in us, that's that's what we decided our, our big goal is. And we also put our ages next to it, too, so that we know by that year how old we're going to be. That puts some context in, like, holy shit, you know, how old are our kids going to be by that time? It's, yeah. it. That, that makes that, a lot more real.
0: That is understated. I'm glad you said that because um, when you do that, you, when I first saw the blanks on there, I was like, "But what are the ages you're going to be? What are the you age your parents, kids, whatever?" And um, it, it seemed mundane until I did the math, and it's like it's shocking. What ha- ten years from now? Oh my god! What? Who, what? <laughs> your kids? My my kids are going to be that age? Oh my god! Really <laughs> put some context for what you're going to be doing at that time, and um, you know, I guess I just it 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 gives you a sense of time puts a real real sense of time yeah absolutely so that 10-year target which is now like a two-year target uh, or something and that is that is that the common g- g- one between you and jill or is that yeah your- so
1: that is that is the common one between <laughs> us because we you know we've further aligned on the self-development personal presence spirituality faith path that you know that we believe that this you know we're both learning a lot of the same stuff Through different paths and and we know that uh that that this is going to be great for us as a family uh ultimately okay so our previous big goal was to take a six-week sabbatical um that uh that we ultimately we have on the calendar for next year um so we took it off here we originally created a longer term this is just not that not that long term because we we know that this will create a much bigger impact in the future beyond that oh that makes
0: sense yeah uh, okay. So- yeah.
1: And then after that, what we have is, you know, the three-year picture, right? And so this is just what a day in the life of our family and business lives look like. And, you know, we just, we, again, we put our ages down three years out. What's our household income? What's our, you know, in, in what, it you know, what's our net worth? We put those on, on there too. Just, you know, like in the business role, you're putting revenue and profit here we're putting that so that we're clear and on the same page at the high level. And then, you know, and then we're just putting like, what is the, what does our life look like at that? And it's just painting that picture. And it, it's just energizing and exciting to see what, you know, what comes out of that for us. And it's, it's same bullet for other points, five, five to 15 bullet points. Like in, yeah, the same EOS drill,
0: one.
1: yeah, same drill. And then the other parts of that just boils back down to, you know, just like in the EOS world, what's your, what's your one year plan. And, um, similar drill the three to seven goals for the year uh got to make them smart and define them in a way where you can say done or not done to them and so that you're on the same page uh like for us just to give you an example what a family related goal like looks like for us is number one is to have two soul line retreats and reading um and quarterly reading studies Uh, so for us like having a book group or something like that and then the other is just having a you know, a faith-based or a, or a spiritual uh, soul line retreat to have those done. We thought that was most important. Number two was living to our budget. Um, and then we have some key criteria of what, you know, what that means, like key outcomes from that as well. Okay. So you, uh, made, one that, that, you made, made
0: that specific and, and measurable.
1: Yeah, so we had like, yeah, specifics, dollar amounts tied to like top three objectives. Okay. And then from there, we had a, a family goal of 12 family educational movies or books, uh, one a month, like doing something okay. as, a, as a family with our kids. And then, uh, you know, one of the other goals we had is 12 fun dates uh, between Jill and I and with, uh, we call them, with or with our village people. Okay. Uh, so our village people are people that share our values, yeah, people that are in our village. I love it. Uh, so that's the kind of goals that that we have, and you know, same same drill with rocks. And you know, we the three to seven most important things in the next ninety days that we want to accomplish. One of the key things that's helped us out here is to think about key dates, key dates that are coming up in the next ninety days. So any significant birthdays, anniversaries, uh, or vacations that are coming up, just so that you don't say, "Well, holy crap, it's Dad's." Sixtieth birthday, Mm, um, you know what do we do? It's like at least getting ahead of that and and saying, all right, we're looking over the next three months. What you know, what's coming up, and that helps us to kind of frame, you know, what we're getting ourselves into.
0: That's that's cool, and that's the kind of thing that I. I'm not great at and would love to have a little advantage We weren't either
1: Yeah, yeah We still miss stuff though I mean don't get me wrong this doesn't like even going back to the whole calendar thing like we you know I'm describing like what we do you might think like Mike they're, well they're we can't do it like them they're perfect We just had a faux pas two weeks ago when we were up north on when we were coming back from vacation. Jill somehow thought we were coming back on Monday, and I somehow thought we were coming back on Saturday. Uh, We ended up coming back on Sunday. Uh, but, (laughs) But we were, yeah, it was just like even though we have all these tools and everything, we still screw up. We're still human. We still mix, you know, we still miscommunicate on things. It just doesn't happen as frequently as it did before, which which helps.
0: Yeah, and I, so that's a good point. It's not about trying to eliminate mistakes. That's not the point. Uh, the point is to get more out of life and get those yeah. and, get, and get the most precious things in greater quantity. And that's what it seems like it's doing.
1: Yeah, and then that's. I mean, the only other thing on there is just the issues list and the long term issues list. Things that you know that aren't most important right now that we park. You know, in a quick example of this, of how this really helped us at the beginning, is that um, if you have time for this, I don't. Yeah, yeah, keep it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a quick thought is that you know, at at the beginning, you know, when we first started this whole thing nine years ago, we were starting to outgrow our house, right? With with two kids, we were in a small, uh, smaller house, and we wanted to have three to four kids. Um and we knew we were outgrowing. We were no longer really in a family neighborhood. We were more in a singles or, you know, newly married neighborhood where you go out and, and you know, lots of you know, lots of nightlife scene. And we didn't want to raise our family there. So as soon as we'd ever have a conversation like that, Jill would start like looking on every realtor dot com site and start <laughs> finding all this stuff. And I'm like And and here I am sitting, starting a new business, right? To like, we're in no financial position to move right now. And of course, like before we had all these tools in place, that would cause a lot of friction in our, you know, like, why are you wasting your energy on that? We can't do that right now. And so Mm -hmm. what happened is that uh, when we got the, you know, the family plan with the long-term issues list on there, we would put on the long-term issues list that we're going to move right moving and when we when we parsed it back to like what's the one year plan, it's like, okay, I think we can have our our home like updates done and you know ready to put on the market by the end of the year. And and that helped her to give her peace of mind like, hey, this is what we're doing right now. We're not gonna lose sight of it because it's here and we come back to it every quarter. And it helped us to kind of manage each other's expectations, just get on the same page. So we're not wasting energy creating like conflict that doesn't even need to happen right now when it's, you know,
0: not the most important thing. Yeah. And there's something that's so freeing because, like, if she did spend time on the real estate sites, that's not a problem. She just knows that you're not going to be excited about it. No, right. right. But the problem is, is when she start go seeing them and well, start talking right. to a yeah. realtor yeah. and How like far oh, can all you that you. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, there's there's a boundary. Like you can you can look, but yeah, resource allocation, entertainment is different than resource allocation yes. in and sync. You gotta have milestones and, and <laughs> it's shifted from entertainment to like we need
1: this, and then she started to think we need this right now, yeah, and yeah. it's like oh boy. <laughs> De- definitely been that. Let's
0: just go look. No. Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's a short term issue. That needs to show up in our level ten. We're not doing that. (laughs) We have done that before. (laughs) And it ends with begging and tears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So
1: but yeah, that's I mean, that's the big picture of you know, there's all kinds of other stuff we do too, but that's the core of, you know, of it in our family. And the biggest part is is empowering our kids, spending more intentional time with them. And, you know, helping them to develop into their own independent, creative human beings that they are and just loving them, you know, fiercely at the core uh, is why we do all of this stuff is to help free away all that noise so that we are more and more present and not mentally trying to keep track of like this stuff in our heads so that we can be there and be there with them right in the moment.
0: Do your kids ever complain about this being bureaucratic? No, they probably don't even know what that word is yet. Right? But. Well, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I'm sure they use different words. Do they? Do they, they, they see it as a? It's just a construct that they live in, and it's no problem. They don't, and therefore don't really notice it. Uh, do they compliment it, or how do they react to it? Yeah, at the beginning, it was really, really
1: hard. Um, just it was really hard because number one, of their ages, and then not having done this before. And so it was excruciating to get up, you know, they uh, somebody would melt down in the middle of it, be rolling on the floor or doing, you know, I mean, it's a little, a little bit different than a business level, ten, right? And well, so not what's, that much
0: sometimes. Yeah, yeah,
1: sometimes. And what's interesting there too, Jill runs all of our family meetings and I just, I take the back seat. She does, you know, she runs all that and brings up all the issues and everything else. And they get excited about it. They're, you know, they really like it. They've shared it with some of their friends. They actually think some of their friends, like, what? You don't have a meeting? It's like, I heard them saying that, and I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. don't You don't want to go there yet. You can uh, just, you uh, just but,
0: bring that up at your level 10 with your parents, and I'm sure they'll talk about it then. <laughs> yeah. right, like, right. Can, can, right, we, right, can so, we have a sleepover this weekend? Uh, maybe. Well, why will not you ask your parents at the level 10.
1: Don't you know what's going on on your calendar for the next week, right? <laughs> uh, but here's the cool thing is that the, the, the family – Plan right that that Jill and I have. We share with our kids after our quarterlies. Like we literally read it out loud to them. Um, if there's something that's really sensitive, we won't share that. But what, we didn't know how they were going to take it the first time they did it. But I mean, there's stuff about them in there. There's things that we want to mm. do, and they get they got so excited. My daughter, she was. At the time, she was six, so this was a couple of years ago when we shared it with her. At that time, and, and everybody else, she said, "I mean, there was something about you know going on a trip, and something about you know getting a dog on our lifetime wish list." And oh, wow. you know, she was so excited. She said, "She's, I have tears coming down because I'm so happy right now." I'm like, "How do you even know <laughs> to say that right now?" That's, uh, <laughs> but it was uh, it was just really cool. We didn't know if they would like not care about it, but they were excited to see like. Hey, this is what mom and dad think are important, um, and this is how they, you know, how they clarify it. And one day, when they're old enough, I want them to have their own family VTO to help guide them and put their thoughts down in writing. Not as the core of their life, but as a way of capturing their thoughts so that they can articulate what are their goals. Like what would make their lives more fun, more present, more purposeful to be who they are and not be in this world of trying to please us or please other people. And cause nobody can live up to those expectations. I want them to be centered in their own human being, uh, taking God at their core and really getting clear on, on what,
0: you know, what their purpose is. That's awesome. Uh, where do you would you tell somebody to start if they thought this sounds great and we've kind of painted the picture well you've painted the picture of what it looks like fully implemented and operational at the highest level uh getting to there in one step is not realistic where, where does where is the starting point for somebody the
1: biggest return on time is the weekly meeting yeah. So the weekly level 10 meeting and just doing it at the core, even when you don't have rocks or anything like, don't stress over that. Just create an if you can list. start, yeah. yeah, if you got the issues list and the calendar review along with the check-in, that's the biggest thing. And just pick the same day, same time, same place that you do it and just start doing that that'll help you to stop making decisions you regret throughout the week and letting stuff fall through the cracks it just helps you to stay more on the same page anywhere between 30 and 60 minutes for most people
0: is what i'd recommend that's awesome uh so we covered a lot man we covered a (laughs) lot um and to that end, I, I realize uh, you know there's probably most ma- most many of the people listening to this will know what the terms are, uh, but if you've managed to stumble upon, uh, uh, upon this recording and you have no idea what a VTO is (laughs) or what a level 10 meeting is Uh, I'm going to figure out what I can put into show notes to get you some clues on that Uh, and but reach out to us uh, reach out to me and I'll I'll get you connected with the with the tools and and so I'm not exactly sure what some of these tools if I can make them downloadable links or not if I can I will Uh, some of them may not be available some of them some of I can make available those will be in the show notes But in terms of continuing the conversation, like if somebody want to continue the conversation, well, actually, I'm skipping the question. The critical question before we do that, what, Mike, is your passionate plea to entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial leadership teams right now? Yeah, right now, I
1: believe my passionate plea is the visionary and owner and every member of the leadership team to get clear on their Personal plan, their personal VTO. When they're clear on their why and what they want to do and how that impacts their life, they make way better business decisions. I've got several clients that I've given the family plan template and helped them to get clear themselves and they bring a different energy back into the session room for their business and it gives them new perspective on where they want to grow and why they want to grow and whether that's too much or not enough because now they have a deeper reason for that why other than just what
0: they previously thought it was so so important and so helpful and it's not that easy to take the the, the time to do that and and, and uh I, th- I think it takes a minute to slow down and take some discipline. So it's, it's important to hear that and important to understand that it, it does pay off, that it is possible, and that it's not always um, uh, that e- easily done in one simple request. <laughs> there right? May be some skepticism, a little bit bit of a uh, – yeah, skepticism probably fair. Um, resistance from any number of reasons, but that it, that it pays off and, and it's really super well worth it. Well, Mike, this has been awesome. Uh, if somebody yeah, wanted you. to to just you know keep the conversation going with you, know where you're at, what's going on in your world, how does somebody find you?
1: I uh, can find me on my on my website. It's GPS for Small My cell phone number, email address, everything's on there. So you can feel free to reach out to me. Happy to talk with you and answer any questions you have. One other thought, Mark, too, is that if anybody wants a copy of the the family plan. Uh, it is not free or accessible um, to the general public. You have to contact your professional or certified EOS implementer, i.e. you or me or the other 350 members of our community, and they can get it from, uh, from Basecamp and send you a copy of it to, to use it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I realized that I, I didn't understand the licensing of it. I've used it, in, uh, and that's good to know that. So I can't put it out there. But if you contact me or Mike or whomever, we can, we can get you a copy. You can
1: send it to them. Yeah, yep. so that's awesome. It.
0: So super awesome! I will do my best to make sure we get the right terms and right uh, helpful FAQ type of things uh, in the in the links because I do feel like there there was pro- I think the spirit was really ac- accurately captured, but some of the terms might be might be leaving people going what, what what's a level ten? What's an <laughs> issues list? Uh, and so uh, we'll we'll get some resources there. But that is it for today. Of course, please subscribe, share with your friends who can use this information. Any entrepreneurial leader who uh, could use a more alignment in their family of course would love to or really could benefit from hearing from this and of course leave some leave some feedback for us uh, and that's it we will see you next time on you're doing it wrong with me mark henderson leary this is your doing it wrong with mark henderson leary for more episodes and to subscribe go to leary.cc